0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Hey, this is uh, Jay Harwood with the Amazing Mets on my podcast and catching up with an old friend, uh, Pat Mahomes. Pat, you know, the name Mahomes has been all across the sports pages the last couple of years, but I wonder... If Mets fans uh, re- realize that 20 years ago, you know, Pat Mahomes was a key part of the 1999 um, wildcard team, and you helped the Mets get to the uh, playoffs for the first time in 13 years. probably just back up a little bit. Why You were a free agent after 98. Why did you decide to sign with the Mets?
2: Well, the Mets had always been, uh, you know, my favorite team growing up. Uh, it seems funny to me being... Texas, but I just always liked the Mets. I like, you know, Doc Gooden and and Strawberry and all those guys. And I grew up being a Mets fan and actually thought that uh, that's where I was going to get drafted out of high school. And I think the Twins took me one pick before the Mets had a chance to get me. And uh, they were going to draft me as an outfielder. And, uh, you know, once I went to Japan and, and was over there for a year, you know, when I came back, it was no doubt where I wanted to go.
1: So you come up on May 14th of that year have a perfect year go and no uh, out of the bullpen um, you know year are about about uh, you know three six I'm looking over the, the guys on that team pad that team won 97 games and except for Mike correct me if I'm wrong there really weren't any superstars yeah Todd Pratt Jay Payton Timo Perez um, uh, you know Lenny Harris w- why do you think that team was so good
2: uh, I think it was chemistry you know uh, we definitely we know we had a lot of guys that, that had a lot of heart, you know, that played the game the right way. Uh like you said, it wasn't many superstars on that team. Uh, you know, Piazza and, and pretty much, you know, Ricky Henderson were, were two of the you know, the biggest names. But we had a lot of guys that play the game, you know, the right way. Rob Venture, you know, John Oleroo, you know, Timo Perez, you know, uh you know, Benny Agmayani, uh, uh Melvin Moore coming up, you know, guys that were hungry that you know, wanted to to make that mark in uh, the MLB, and uh, it just all clicked.
1: Pat, that year you had, um, I think, 39 appearances and, and 16 were two or more innings. What do you make of the fact now the relievers got to go every other day or every two days, and you, you know, really took the ball when Bobby gave it to you?
2: Oh, man, I mean, uh, for him to have that confidence in me, you know, to put me in so many different situations, I mean, we all had a role, but, you know, I kind of, did a little bit of everything, and for him, I, for for me, knowing that he had confidence and uh, to put me in so many roles, and 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 to uh, trust me, you know, with you know us being a run behind or being a run ahead and being able to keep that lead, and plus, uh, you know, I had great examples, you know, I had, I had Dennis Cook and and Turk Wendell who took the ball every day too. So you know, when you're not when your number was called, I mean, uh, you had to be ready to take the ball and and be ready to go out there and show up and show out.
1: Do you, what do you remember the last weekend? Uh, we were, were two games behind the Reds in the wild card. You win on Friday night when Robin gets a hit. You pitch to get a game, and you pitched again on Sunday when we won. And then I remember we had to wait around in the Diamond Club to about 8, 9 o'clock to know we had to go to Cincinnati. And that was a pretty crazy weekend, wasn't it?
2: Oh, yeah. It was, uh, was nerve-wracking, you know, knowing you know what the situation was, that we had to win every game. and then have to get some help from some other teams to 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 have a chance to uh to play in the postseason and to me that was our best team that we ever had that 99 year even though we went to the world series in 2000 but the 99 team was was just special you know and uh, uh, to get the pitch in those games and you know I was a nervous wreck down there until my number was called and it's like as soon as I got on the field you know everything just felt like What I've been uh, working for my whole life to do is, you know, pitching big games and uh, to have the opportunity to go out there and know that the team was dependent on you, you know, to come through and just didn't want to let anybody down, especially those Mets fans, because they were, you know, they were out there every day and they were crazy and they wanted a winner and uh, for us to get a chance to, you know, go into postseason and, uh to go out there and perform, and then the the great game that, you know, Al pitched against Cincinnati, you know, it just made it all that more special.
1: Pat, you pitched in that crazy Robin Ventura-Grand Sam single game. I think you pitched when the score was tied early on. That had to be a pretty nerve-wracking game, too, in the LCS against the Braves.
2: Oh, man, it was crazy. I mean, um, probably the most exciting game I'd ever been in, you know, uh, especially for the end the way that it did. I mean, it just made it you know that more special and after that game you told told me that we weren't going to go to the world series and win it I'd have bet everything that i had that we would have and uh then you know to get the pitch game six and come in in the first inning you know down you know four you know three or four nothing and and then pitching four innings there and and telling bobby hey don't pinch it i mean you know I'm, i'm gonna keep the score right here we just gotta score some runs so you know, it was all just
1: a crazy, crazy thing. Yeah, with uh, Pat, you played all sports in in high school. Uh, you know, you I you think you're all state in basketball and baseball, played football. What impact did your career have on your son? You, in 11 years, you played. Do you think he got into it because of you, or you know, I remember, you know, Patrick, you know, running around in the outfield uh, catching fly balls during the playoff. Do you think your impact, you know, your career, you know, kind of swayed him to go? Play pro sports?
2: Oh, yeah, no doubt. I mean, uh, he came out. I mean, he came out when he was born. I mean, he I mean, he always had a ball. So I kind of knew that by the time he got to that age at five, I, I uh, people thought I was crazy, but I was telling them, I said, dude, this dude's going to be a professional athlete. He's going to be a first-rounder. Now, I thought it was going to be baseball. But, um, you know, playing all the different sports, and, you know, he played them all. And I think what is unique about what he did was he combined all three of them and put it into, you know, his, his play style, the way he plays football. And that's why he's so unique and, and can do a lot of things that people haven't seen. Because he used, you know, his basketball, he used his baseball, you know, the way he threw the ball, the shortstop side, on, all the different arm angles. And he incorporated all that into his position at quarterback. And I think that's why he's been so successful yeah. so far.
1: It's a pleasure watching him. I remember... We got, we got a big thrill over here. I forget what, what, one it was, but we have to run into football games. He was wearing your uniform 23 doing his interviews, which was a big, uh, was great. I mean, does you, do you guys follow him Mets at all still? I mean, does Patrick have a chance to follow him?
2: Oh yeah. I mean, he, 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 he's still a big, you know, Mets fan and, and all that. And, uh, when he wore that jersey that day, you know, I had no idea, you know, he showed up at the field with it. And, uh, And in the interview after we said, you know, it was his first primetime game and, uh, he wanted to do it to kind of honor me. That was nice. From what I did for him, you know, and, and taking him to the ballpark and getting him around all those people that helped him and, and was able to, to, uh, show him what it took to be a professional athlete. And, uh, I think, you know, it's a big influence on what he did. And uh, like I said, he's still a big Mets fan That's to this great. day. And, 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 you know, uh, actually played in Oakland. Ricky came to the game and they hung out. So, I mean, uh, it's just, it just, it just been surreal.
1: Pat, I heard from rumors you're kind of superstitious when it comes to watching your son play. I think it was in an article I saw. Latroy is is uh, Pat Patrick's grandson, godfather, right? Yes, correct. So, do you – Latroy kind of gave you away, he said – you, you you wear the same clothes all the time if he has a good game or am I screwing the story up?
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, no, you're you're absolutely correct. Uh, you know, I started out wearing a, an outfield, a white jersey and some white shorts and some red shoes, and uh, he won, you know, he won all his games. So, uh, you know how baseball players are. We're very superstitious. He's very superstitious. He uh, he makes it where I have to be down on the field for the game to get that pregame hug. And, and, you know, he he still has a lot of Baseball in him, you know. So the superstitions and all that, you know, it just keeps it all going.
1: Do you try to go to all the
2: games? I uh, went to every one of them last year. Uh, this year, uh me and uh, Willie Banks, we've uh, we've started a, a baseball organization down here in Texas, and uh so I've I've had to, you know, miss a couple games because of uh, you know uh responsibilities I had to do with that team, but. Uh, I'm already up here in Nashville. Uh hopefully he's gonna play this week and uh hopefully we get the ball back rolling.
1: How how are you how nervous are you watching the games?
2: Oh uh, very. I mean it's you know, it's a tough sport, you know. Uh, like I said, one that I thought that he would wouldn't have played, you know, I actually tried to get him to stop playing his junior year and just concentrate on basketball and baseball, but uh he has a love for that game and uh, there's the big guys out there, you know. You've down on the sideline before the game to seeing those guys without pads on, uh you know, it just shows you how much bigger they're going to be with the pad zone. And, uh, you know, I'm a nervous wreck. You know, he plays a, a violent game, you know, but uh, luckily he plays a position where they they don't hardly let you hit him that much. We,
1: we were there to get, you there the game he got hurt?
2: Oh, yes, sir. I was there. Uh, I had a little premonition that something was going to happen that game. And I told, uh, I told everybody that uh, I was going because if something happened and I wasn't there, then it was you know, I I don't know if I'd have been able to live with it. But I mean it was a freak accident, you know what happened and and uh he got the best, you know, prognosis that, you know, was possible. So uh hopefully, you know, somebody's looking over him and, you know, God's taking care of him and uh hopefully we can get it back, like I said, get it back going this week.
1: Does Latroy I know Latroy works for the Twitch does he come to some of the games with you? How do you guys work that out?
2: Yeah, troy has season tickets there, you know, um Patrick leans on him for, you know, a lot of advice and, you know, Latroy played 20-something years professionally and and did it the right way. So, you know, Patrick, you know, takes a lot of what he says and and he values it. And so uh, Latroy's at, at most of the games, but, you know, the ones he can't make, you know, he knows I'm going to be there. So we kind of coordinated where somebody's uh-huh. going to be there one way or the other.
1: Pat, Pat I know you're going to be going to uh, uh, Fantasy Camp for the first time this year in St. Louis. You looking forward to that?
2: Oh yes, I mean, uh, I was, I was hoping uh, to get a chance to do that, and and uh, uh, you know, for them, you know, call me, invite me. I mean, it's it's going to be like a dream come true. Like I said, I've always been a pet. I know I, I started with the Twins and played for some other organizations, but I always felt like a mess with my home. When, when
1: when was the last time you were in St. Lucie, Pat?
2: Oh man, it's been a while. Uh, um, probably. Uh, 2006, I think it was, was the last time I was there. Uh, I went spring training with the Mets, uh, or maybe 2005, but I got traded to the Dodgers the last day of spring training, but that was the last time I was there.
1: It's grown. We have more restaurants. We have a Japanese steakhouse. We have... Uh... A couple of movie theaters, so it's, it's, it's grown up. Hey, listen, Pat, I really appreciate your time. And tell Patrick, all of, of the fans in the Mets here are pulling for him. And I hope the Chiefs go all the way this year. I look forward to seeing you in Fantasy Camp.
2: Yeah, I can't wait to get there. And I will definitely tell it.
1: Thank you, Pat. Thanks for your time.
2: All right, thank you, Jake. Thanks, Pat. Bye.
0: Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story. And one of the best stories is Wasabi technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest